Nonprofit Ministry with Pastor Ron Boyd coming to you from Dunbar Township. Come and listen in to the radio station where the mighty hosts of heaven sing. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. If you want to hear the songs of Zion coming from the land of endless spring, get in touch with God. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Turn your radio on. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. This is Brother Ronnie Boyd coming to you again today with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. Today, we're going to talk about being obedient to the Word of God. I have a lot of scriptures I want to share with you today, so uh, stay tuned. We're going to get into that in just a little bit. What it means to be obedient to the Word of God. We're going to get into the Word of God here in just a little bit. Um, message about being obedient to the Word of God. Obedience to God's Word. But first we're going to hear a song from Sister Carrie Holland, and she's going to be singing about the Word of God. There's so many people like I was preaching last week on Cain and how that he felt he could offer to God what he wanted to offer, and it wasn't acceptable. And uh, we have to give God what he wants. So we're going to have to be obedient to the Word of God, not deceive ourselves and thinking, just because I do this or do that, or I go to church, or I try to help people. Uh, yet, are you being obedient to the Word of God? So the song now, and then we're going to get into the message about being obedient to God's Word.
the day and hour that we're living in, one of the hardest things for people, for mankind to do is to hear something and obey. It is just nature, it seems like, or something in this hour that causes people want to, uh, they want to be disobedient. We have civil disobedience. We have disobedience in the school. We have disobedience on the job. And I have had experiences myself, I've seen the situation where the individual that was in charge, where, uh, whether he be foreman or a supervisor or whatever they would call him, would come and, and tell somebody he wanted a certain thing done, and uh, they would just automatically be angry about it, be upset, because they just don't want to obey. Everybody wants to do their own thing. And <clears throat> we find out in this day and time that the ministry or the preachers across the land seem like they have yielded to that also. They're afraid to tell the people of God what they must do to be saved. They seem like that they want to make, they think like they, they have to deal with people and handle them with uh, kid gloves. And one preacher said, he said, you know, Brother Boyd, he said, I'm getting a little weary. He said, parting whiskers to give somebody a bottle. <laughs> in other words, when we should be men and women, grown up, amen, they still want somebody to come along and burp them and treat them like a little baby all the time. But the Bible teaches us that uh, we shouldn't be no longer children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And many people, in their own mind, they feel like they have done the will of God. They feel like that uh, whatever that they have thought, or maybe something handed down through the family, or something they heard someplace, or I always thought it was like this. I've heard that expression so often. Well, I thought, uh, I believe I'm all right because, and ignoring what the Word of God said. God raises up ministers, and they are put over a group of people, not because God wants them to be a big shot and the people nothing. That's not what it's all about at all. But God has given them a charge. And the Bible says in Hebrews 13 and 17, Obey them that have the rule over you, for they watch for your soul. And that's the only reason that the ministers, if they're really true ministers of God, that will stand up and try to correct God's people with the word of God, they're only doing that is because they see the end of the matter. And they don't want you to go to hell. They don't want you to suffer loss. They want you to be blessed. And we know that according to the Word of God, there are certain conditions. Now, most preachers won't preach this. They won't take the chance. But there are certain conditions that have to be met if you want certain things from God. And they'll tell you, oh, no, it's all by grace. And 
and Jesus paid it all. You have nothing to do. You don't have to endure anything. Uh, you can more or less do whatever you want. God understands and so on and so forth. But that's not the Bible that I read. That's not the Bible that I understand. And from what I have understood in the Word of God, if you want certain benefits from God, then there are certain things that you're going to have to do. And I know they say you have nothing to do, but that's still not according to the Word of God. I want to read something to you. I mentioned it last week uh, in the message about being a doer of the Word. This is found in the 15th chapter of 1 Samuel. It's the story of Saul and uh, Samuel. Samuel had told him the word of the Lord, what God expected him to do. And Samuel went out, they had a battle, and they came back, but they came back actually in disobedience. They had not fulfilled the will of God as they was instructed. They had fulfilled the will of God as they understood or they wanted to. We'll put it that way. And so now they have returned, and Saul said to Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people, see now, here he has disobeyed. Do you ever notice when somebody gets caught? They start blaming somebody. The preachers want to blame the people. The people want to blame the preachers. They want to blame each other. They want to blame the hypocrite. Did you ever hear that kind of stuff? Well, the reason, uh, because uh, you want me to line up the Word of God, but so-and-so is a hypocrite, and I figured if they're going to heaven doing what they're doing, I, then I'm going to go to heaven doing what I'm doing, and all that is nothing but plain-out stupidity. That's it, because you're going to go if you obey the Word of God. And it doesn't matter what anybody else does. You can't use that individual. That argument will never stand up on Judgment Day. Always remember, the Apostle Paul said, Thou art inexcusable, O man, whom thou art. And we're going to be without excuse because the Word of God was preached. I believe Paul said in the 10th chapter of Romans, Have they not heard? Yea, the sound of them went into all the earth. So your excuse is going to be taken away. Let people use that. Uh, so here Saul is typical of what I've heard the biggest part of my life. Dealing with people, and here is what I've heard. Now there's many good, honest, hearted people. I'm not putting everybody in the same category, but I'm telling you, on the most part, through the years, I've heard these things. And Saul picked right up on it. But the people, it's the people's fault. They took of the spoil, sheep and ox and sheep. Um, of the things which have been, uh, should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Now he's trying to justify what the people did wrong. He said, now look, they, yeah, they, they disobeyed, they took it, that's wrong, but it was the people's fault, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to make it all right. We're going to make it all right because we're going to sacrifice unto the Lord God in Gilgal with this stuff. How many times have I heard, you know, if uh, I win the lottery, uh, Brother Boyd, or uh, maybe I'd be working on a job, somebody would say, you know, if I, I win this money, I'll give you some for the church. And I tell them, I don't want it, God don't want it, and the church don't need it. Oh, but now wait a minute, look what good you could do. Why, you could do this, and you could do that, and you could do something else. 
But yet the Word of God tells me that there were certain monies that God didn't want. I read in there, those two things he didn't want that I know of. He said he didn't want the price of a whore or the price of a dog. Those two things he said he didn't want that money. And I don't believe he wants money, amen, other than what he has ordained. He has ordained and people don't want to obey what he has ordained. Now God ordained that we pay a tenth of our income unto the Lord, uh, first fruits and things like that. And if we do that, I believe the church of the living God, well, I know it will because I can say that from experience. I've never had to take up offerings. I've never had to beg money. I've never had to have rummage sales. I've never had to panhandle out on the street. Ever since my, I started my ministry and God called me into this thing because I tried to follow the example that he gave in the word. And I found out that he always supplied our needs. That's his job. My job was to do what he called me to do. It's his job to supply the need. And he said he would. And uh, But here, they're going to turn this thing around. They've done something wrong, and now they're going to make it all right. How many people do that? We find what these here, I call them heathen holidays. A lot of people have never taken time to find out where the holidays came from, what was their origin, where did it start, what's all these things represent, what do they mean, what do they don't mean, and uh, things like that. And uh, they've never taken that time, they just accept them and they say, well, I don't see anything wrong because we are doing it as unto the Lord. In other words, we're going to sacrifice in Gilgal. At Christmas time, we'll put up our Christmas tree. We never even check to see where that came from. We'll put up the Christmas tree, though. We never check to see if God said it was all right or if he's against it or if he's for it. Or we never look to see, did any apostle ever do that? Did the early church ever do that? Can you find that in the history of the Word of God? The only thing I find in the Word of God is against it. But they don't want to hear that. They won't obey that. The Bible said, learn not the way of the heathen. Tenth chapter of the book of Jeremiah. And it said, somebody said to me, yeah, but that's a custom. Well, read that in Jeremiah. He said, the custom of the people is vain. They don't want to hear the Word of God, but they'll go do something and say, yeah, but we're using this unto the Lord. We're going to put our tree up. And we're going to buy some gifts, and we're going to do this because we're going to sacrifice unto the Lord. Now, we've already disobeyed, but that's all right. We're going to sacrifice to the Lord in Gilgal. I remember one uh, preacher, supposed to be apostolic, saying to me, he and I was talking about it. He said, now, here's the way that I do. He said, if I spend $50 on Christmas, I put 50 into the church. I'm going to sacrifice at Gilgal. I've disobeyed God, but that doesn't matter. I'll sacrifice. I'll put 50 in the church. That buys God off, and I've made a deal with God. And God will, he can, my God can be bought off for $50. No, he can't. No, he can't. Amen. But this is what happens. They don't want to obey the word of God. And uh, Samuel, after he had heard this, you know what he said? Now, he's a prophet of God. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices, as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. And Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord 
and thy words because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. In other words, now he's admitting, I did not obey what you said to do. I did not obey the voice of the Lord, but I was uh, concerned about what the people would think. I was afraid of them, so I obeyed their voice. How many assemblies across the land is doing that tonight? They're obeying the voice of the people rather than the voice of God. They're afraid that the people might leave. Amen. But listen, if they won't hear sound doctrine, amen, there's nothing you can do for them anyway. The Bible said that God adds daily to the church such as should be saved. And I believe with all my heart if we hold the standard, amen, and preach the Word of God and live the Word of God and obey the Word of God, I believe with all my heart that a sincere soul will come in and be happy for the Word of God. A sincere soul, amen, and if they're a hypocrite, they're going to be lost anyway. Amen. So I believe it's an hour when we need to preach the Word of God and tell the people that it's better to obey. Because when we begin to obey the Word of God, we'll find out that things will uh, be better for us. I'd like to go back to the book of Exodus, about the 23rd chapter, I believe it is. Bear with me here just a moment. And uh, it's in Exodus 23, let's see, about verse... Uh, Oh, let's see. First, verse 20. Now listen to what God told the children of Israel at this time. Behold, I send an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. But verse 21, he gives a warning. Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgression, for my name is in him. He said, now you better obey this voice. Why do you think that over in Hebrews, the writer put that in there? Obey them that have the rule over you. Why do you think they did that? Because if he is a minister of God, he is the voice of God today. Oh, yes, he is. He is the voice of God today. Amen. And just like you had to obey the voice of this angel, then you need to obey the voice of God's ministers. I'm talking about the true ministers of God. And we find that the, I believe it was John the Baptist, whenever he was questioned one time, they said, Who are you? Are you Elijah? And uh, he, at that time, apparently didn't understand that he was. And he said, No. And they said, Are you that prophet? And they was referring to, uh, back in Deuteronomy 18, about verse 18 and verse 19, whenever that Moses had told the people, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up like unto me. They was referring to that scripture. And they asked John, said, Are you that prophet? And John said, No. They said, Who are you? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. In other words, he was the voice of God for that hour. How do I know that? I find in the word of God that Jesus uh, was doing some teaching, and then the scripture says this, that... The Pharisees and the lawyers had rejected the counsel of God against themselves at the baptism of John. Now, it didn't say they rejected John's voice or his teaching, but it says they had rejected the counsel of God. So that voice that was speaking, it wasn't just John the Baptist. It was the Spirit of God in him, and it was the voice of God for that hour to that people. And whenever they rejected John's message, they rejected the counsel of God against themselves. 
So God wants us to obey, and he raises up men to give the people the word of God so that they can understand it and that they can see it for themselves. And then when they understand, then it is required of them by God to obey what was brought forth, what the word of God says. We have to obey it. And many people don't like that. Oh, they say you're getting into legalism. They start all those kind of terms because of the rebellious spirit that they're carrying around. They have a spirit of rebellion. And um, we find that uh, Samuel warned Saul about that, didn't he? He told him what that spirit was. He told him about stubbornness. He told him about iniquity and uh, all those things that uh, he spoke about there. Then you come over here to uh, Galatians, the third chapter, and you'll find out the Apostle Paul makes a statement to the Galatians. Now, he had taught them himself. They had been taught well. And yet, something happened to the Galatian church. And they began to rebel against what was taught. They began to want to do things their way. The whole church, all the people. And so he writes them a letter, and he says to them, he called them foolish Galatians. And he said, who hath bewitched you? In other words, who has made you rebellious? Why are you rebelling against the commandment of the Lord? Why are you turned away from it? That's what he was asking. He said, who has bewitched you? And uh, they was getting rebellious. They did not want to obey them that God had sent to put them in order, get them in order, get them the way that God wanted them. And if you want the blessings of God, you're going to have to obey the Word of God. I, I don't know how else to say it. And there is many benefits. David says, bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of His benefits. And he talks about how He will uh, forgive us of all of our iniquity, and He healeth all of our diseases. And then He'll crown us with glory. And he went on there talking about how that he would even satisfy us, satisfy our mouth with good things. He makes so many good blessings there. I mean, uh, there, there's just good things there. But I still want you to know that you're required of God to go after it a certain way. And you can't bless the Lord. Now listen to this. You can't bless the Lord with wicked works. How are you going to bless God with sin? How are you going to bless God with rebellion? How are you going to bless God with stubbornness? How are you going to bless God with iniquity? You can't do it. So to, for me to fulfill what David said, for me to uh, apply that or do that, I'm going to have to find out what will bless the Lord. And you know what he said over in, I believe it's in the second uh, John, and uh, I believe that's where it's at, and the first chapter about the fourth verse. And he said, I have no greater joy than this, that my children walk in truth. If you want to make God happy tonight, then obey the truth. If you want to make God happy, walk in truth. Obey the word of God. We go over to Isaiah, the first chapter, and about verse 16. He said, if you're willing and obedient. Now, he said, if you're obedient. That, that, I want you to see that word. He said that uh, you can eat from the fat of the land. In other words, what's going to make it so that I can have the blessing? Being obedient to the Word of God. Amen. That's what he's saying. Be uh, obedient. And you eat from the fat of the land. In other words, you'll have the blessing. You'll have the uh, whatever that uh, God has in store. 
I'd like to turn over to Romans and uh, the first chapter of Romans. I'll probably be jumping back and forth here just a little bit, but just bear with me. I want you to see what the Word of God really says. I, I couldn't deal with all the scriptures. I don't have the time in, in one teaching, but I want to deal with a few. And uh, in Romans, the first chapter, about verse 5, we find that the apostle writes this. I think it's interesting. He said, uh, by whom, now he's talking about Jesus Christ. He said, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Now I hear we're saved by faith, uh, by grace through faith, and there's nothing for us to do. Now that's not what this is saying, my friend. The, my Bible is teaching me here that I have to obey that faith. Now, we find over in Jude, he said, For us to contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. Now, we contend for the faith. We find the faith. We get the faith. We have to obey that. Now, God is not requiring just the Jews or just somebody else or just the preacher. He said, All nations, among all nations. And Jesus said this. He said, go into all the world, teach, how many? All nations. Then he said, baptize them. Now that became a commandment. And he said, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. That became a commandment. So I would... Well, I see your time has slipped away again today. We'll continue this uh, subject next week on the radio, Lord willing, about being obedient unto the Word of God. See you next week, same time, same station with the Apostle and Prophet Ministry. Apostle and Prophet Ministry with Pastor Ron.